Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Hello and welcome back. Today is episode five and we are talking about how to become the decision-making ninja. Decision-making is one of those skills that you absolutely need as a business owner, as a network marketer, as an entrepreneur. This is a skill that's going to help save you so much time. You wouldn't think that decision-making would be a time saver, but it 100% is. If you become really good at making decisions in your business, in your life, you're going to be able to take more action, get more done in a shorter amount of time. If you think about how much time we waste in indecision, we could gain back hours in our week if we learned to be more decisive. But how exactly does one become more decisive? Are some people just good at making decisions and other people are just not good at making decisions? Well, no, if you've been around here for any amount of time, you know that it's not our circumstances that create our feelings, it's our thoughts that create our feelings. And I am good at making decisions or I am not good at making decisions are just two thoughts. And the question is, how do those thoughts make you feel? How do you feel when you think to yourself, I'm not good at making decisions? You probably feel very indecisive, right? So step one in becoming a decision-making ninja is to stop telling yourself the story that you're not good at making decisions. And if you can't jump right to, I'm amazing at making decisions, then why not start with a thought like, I'm learning to be really good at making decisions. How does that thought make you feel? My guess is it makes you more open, more curious, more motivated to become better at this skill. And it is a skill. It's not something that we are born with. It's not something that some people are good at and some people are just not good at. It's a skill that you can learn And I'm going to teach you the two main things that you need to remember and pay attention to when you are making a decision. Okay, are you ready? So the very first thing that you need to remember when you're making a decision is you need to like your reasons. And tied into this, it's really important for you to understand what you really want. I think there's a big hesitation, especially for women, to own what we want, to express what we want, to feel like our wants matter. But in order for us to be able to identify the reason behind our decision, we need to also own and identify what our true desires are. So many of us live our lives in obligation to other people. I myself am a recovering people pleaser, and so I know what this is like. I know what it's like to make a decision because I think it's what somebody else wants me to decide. I know what it's like to say yes to something because I don't want someone to be upset when I say no. I'll tell you, it is so freeing to not live that way anymore, to not live at the mercy of other people's wants. And to actually own what I want, no 
knowing that it's not selfish to make a decision based on what I want. It's actually the most generous thing that I can do because me living in my true desire and making decisions aligned with what I truly want is the most loving way that I can show up for myself, my family, my business, the world. Okay, it's not selfish to make a decision out of my desire. It's actually more selfish for me to make a decision out of obligation because who wants love and support and someone saying yes to them because they feel obligated and guilty that they have to say yes? Does that actually feel like love? I want to suggest that when we make a decision out of obligation to someone else, that we are not actually in our most loving place. Some of the questions that I ask myself to help me see if I like my reasons is to ask myself, is this decision aligned with my values? So I like to think about my core values in each season of my life. Currently, my core values are adventure, connection, and impact. And so when I have the opportunity to do something, I'm taking it through the filter of those core values and asking myself, is this aligned? Does this help me create more connection in my life? Does this help me create more adventure? Does it help me create more impact? And if it's not aligned with my values, that would be a good reason to say no to the opportunity. Another question I like to ask myself is, how am I going to feel about this decision in a month from now, in six months from now, in a year from now? Am I going to be happy that I said yes to this thing or no to this thing? And thinking about that is really powerful because it helps us to go into the future and play out the scenario of what that decision's actually going to look like down the road. So not just right now in this moment, is it going to help me get out of the discomfort of possibly having to say no to someone or possibly having to let go of an opportunity that seems really exciting or important. And it helps me to think about how is it going to impact my life in the long run. One example of how this plays out is in how we manage our time. As social selling mamas, we've got kids, we've got partners, many of us, and we have this business. And we might even have some other goals and projects and things outside of our business. And so when we think about the amount of time and the hours of the day that we're going to spend working on our business, we're making a decision not just for today, but we're making a decision for what the next six months or a year of our life is going to look like. And when I started my business, I decided very intentionally that I only wanted to work two and a half days a week. But then I would have an opportunity to do an Instagram live with someone or to teach a class or to take on an extra client that would be on a weekend or in an evening. And in the beginning, I often would say yes to those opportunities because I really wanted to grow. But what I didn't see at the time was how it was going to impact my life in the future. If I take on a client who can only coach on Saturdays and I'm going to be working with her for six months, I have to think not just about next Saturday, but the Saturday in six months from now. And the thing that we don't always realize in the moment is that we're going to continue to grow. And so our time is going to become even more valuable to us. And so what we might be okay with saying yes to right now, are we okay with saying yes to that in six months from now? Are we going to be happy about that decision in a few weeks or months from right now? 
So this is something I want you to consider when you think about what you're saying yes to and adding things into your calendar. Are you even going to be happy about that next week? I was talking to a client who was putting on a retreat and she had the opportunity to do a class the night before she went on her retreat and without really thinking about it, said yes to the class because she was excited about the opportunity. But then when the week actually came where it was time to be getting ready for this retreat, there was a part of her that was regretting saying that yes, because now she was going to spend the night before this huge event teaching a class rather than being able to prepare and rest and get ready to go. Now she showed up and totally made it work like a boss, but from that experience learned the next time I have the opportunity to say yes to a class the night before a big event, I'm not going to do it. So this is how we make sure that we actually like our reasons. That's step number one in becoming a decision-making ninja. Make sure you like your reasons. Make sure that you're actually expressing and owning and speaking to yourself and others what you really want and making decisions that are aligned with your desires, not from a place of should, not from a place of obligation, okay? Step number two in decision-making is to make sure that you have your own back. Support yourself in the decision that you made. And again, this self-support doesn't just apply in the moment. It applies in the future because here's what's going to happen. You're going to make a decision. And I personally don't believe that there are very many right and wrong decisions in our life. I think there's a lot of good and good decisions, (laughs) two good options that we are choosing between. And so if we are not careful, we will end up making a decision and finding out that there is something hard on the other side of that decision. Even if we thought it was the best decision to make, there's likely going to be something hard on the other side of it. And if we're not careful, we will find ourselves living in regret and wishing that we could go back and remake the decision. But I want to challenge you on this because here's what I know to be true. With any decision that we make, there's going to be hard things on the other side of it. There's no decision that you can make in your life or business that is not going to come with its own challenges. So when those challenges come up, it's our job to support ourselves in the decision that we made by the way that we speak to ourselves about that decision, either in our heads or out loud. So for example, my family recently made a big move from Winnipeg to Vancouver, and we went into this move knowing that Vancouver is not going to be perfect. Vancouver is not going to be the solution to all of our problems. Vancouver is not going to make us happy all the time. It is a decision that we made because we liked our reasons, because it was aligned with our values and what we really wanted in our life right now. Like I mentioned before, connection as a family and in our marriage, adventure together and impact. And this decision felt aligned with those values. But part of supporting ourselves in this decision and having our own back is now we've been here for about two months and it rains all the time, all the time. You guys, it's raining right now. The sun is shining, but it is also raining. It's probably rained 80% of the time that we've been here. And back home in Winnipeg, they've had the most glorious, warm, sunshiny fall ever. Of course, (laughs) 
it would work out that way, right? And not having our own back would look like us saying, shoot, we made the wrong decision. We shouldn't have moved here. We, we should have just stayed where we were. It would have been so much better, blah, blah, blah. That kind of thinking is basically selling our own selves out. It's basically being a terrible friend to ourselves. It's like stabbing ourselves in the back. Would you ever say that to your best friend? If your best friend made a decision and part of it didn't work out or part of it was hard, would you say to her, well, shoot, you really screwed that one up. You should have just done the other option. No, of course not. That is not how we support our friends and it is not the way that we can support ourselves. So having your own back in a decision is knowing that whatever you choose, there is going to be a challenge on the other side of your choice. And when that challenge comes up, instead of selling yourself out and saying, crap, I made a mistake, you commit to thinking thoughts that support the decision that you made. So when it's raining constantly here, I don't tell myself, well, crap, I made the wrong decision. I say, no, I chose this because I wanted an adventure. I chose this because I wanted to create moments of connection with my family. And I'm doing that. We are doing that. We are having incredible adventures together. We're getting to spend so much time together. We're getting to enjoy going for hikes and walking on the beach and doing all these things that we wouldn't have otherwise got to experience in the same way. And is it perfect? No, but it was never going to be perfect. And if we would have stayed home, there would have been challenges to staying there in Winnipeg as well. So I give you this example to show you how important it is for you to have your own back when you make a decision. When that choice that you make gets hard, don't sell yourself out. Don't abandon yourself. Don't live in regret. Choose to actually support yourself in the choice that you made. This is going to help you to stay present. It's going to help you to grow. It's going to help you to maybe even learn from the choice that you made and evaluate and go, okay, maybe there's things that I would look at differently next time. Or maybe it helps you define what you want. I thought I wanted this thing. I made the choice for this reason. And now I realized that this reason wasn't actually that important to me. And if we are judging ourselves for our decisions and regretting them, we can't actually learn from them. So instead of judgment and regret, choose curiosity. Choose to be interested in why you made the decision and why you now feel tempted to sell yourself out on that choice. One final thought on decision-making, other than making sure you like your reasons and you're willing to have your own back, is to actually be a person who just makes the decision. Know that a decision made is more powerful than a decision left unmade. I like to think of it like open tabs on my computer. If you have too many tabs open, it slows down the whole system. And so part of the reason that making decisions is so powerful for you in your life and business is that it helps you to be more efficient and more creative and more productive. So every single time you have something sitting on your to-do list that is basically representing an unmade decision and you cross that item off by scheduling it into your calendar or actually getting it done, you have just closed that tab on the computer screen of your brain. You have increased your ability to be efficient and productive and creative because instead of spending time 
looping around in indecision. Should I do it? Is it the right thing? Back and forth and pros and cons and all of this. All of that is wasting your time. All of that is keeping you from being in your zone of genius where you can be making offers, where you can be selling, where you can be connecting with new team members and growing your business. If you want to be more productive and more efficient and more creative in your business, become a boss at making decisions. Become the decision-making ninja. The other day, I was walking on the beach in the morning before my workday started, and I had this really fun idea, and I want to put it out for you as a challenge of something to try the next time you need to make a big decision. Instead of creating a pros and cons list where you list all of the potential good from the decision and all of the potential challenge from that decision, and then you weigh it back and forth against each other and you try to imagine a scenario where there's going to be less cons and all of that sort of thinking, I want you to try this. Make a pros and pros list. So here's what this means. You look at the decisions that you have, the two options that you have, and you put them on a piece of paper. Option A and option B. And underneath, you write down all of the potential good of both situations. What this will do is it will keep your brain from trying to look for the problem and trying to do everything possible to avoid the problem. That is what our primitive brain wants to do, right? It wants to avoid pain, seek pleasure, be as efficient as possible. So it is always looking for potential problems and trying to avoid those problems. But as we talked about earlier, either decision is going to have challenges. So instead of trying to escape those challenges, write down everything good about both options and then choose based on what you truly want. Not the thing that's going to be the least painful, not the thing that isn't going to challenge you in some way, the thing that is most aligned with the person that you want to be and the life that you want to create. Because inevitably, Either decision is going to have its challenges, but if you are willing to do these two things, to like your reasons and to have your own back, then there isn't really a wrong decision. As long as it is aligned with your values and with who you are and who you want to be, and you are willing to support yourself in the choice that you're making, knowing that either way, either way, there's going to be challenges then there isn't a wrong decision for you to make. So pros and pros list and ask yourself, what do I truly want? Here's what I know about you becoming a decision-making ninja. When you hone this skill of making decisions quickly and efficiently and with clarity, you are going to get back more time. And when you have more time, you can use that time to be more creative and have more impact and grow your business and grow your team and spend more time with your family and going on walks and relaxing and enjoying your life. This one skill is going to help you create your more heart, less hustle, life, and business. More than any other thing I'm going to teach you on this podcast, it is this. 
become the decision-making ninja. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.